0: hey guys it's aspen here and you're listening to can i just say something i was supposed to tackle on a much more complex topic which was why are we so lonely as humans and it was going to be this like philosophical episode and very complex i guess and heavy and thick but i'm not doing so great (laughs) I have no motivation to hang out with my friends right now because of because of a major depressive episode that I'm having right now and I drafted this yesterday in an hour and I'm just like this is my first time trying to work on the podcast while I'm having a major depressive episode, and I'm just like, yeah, the loneliness episode is too thick to tackle. I can't, I can't do this right now. The draft I wrote was just not great. I tried recording, and it just sounded like a bunch of mumbo jumbo, and I'm just like, why don't I do something that's easy for me to do? So this is what we're doing. <laughs> so the guilt I feel for not wanting to see them, my friends, the guilt for not wanting to hang out with my friends, is quite heavy, and I know I shouldn't feel that way. <sighs> I know my depression is bad, because when I can relate to Numb a Little Bug by M. By Hold, I know it's bad, because the song is like, like your body's in the room, but you're not really there. Like you haven't bit the inside, but you don't really care. That part, Because I always have empathy, and whenever I listen... I listen to that song a lot, because it's my coping song. It's, like, my top number one coping song, because I just relate to, like, everything. But when I'm content and doing well, I usually don't relate to the, like, I have empathy inside, but I don't really care. I always care. And... Yeah, right now, whenever I listen to the song and can relate to every single thing in the song is when I know that I'm really down bad, you know, I'm way too depressed to care because I don't have the mental energy. I'm working on doing the bare minimum to keep myself alive, fed, exercised, a little bit productive, you know, a running machine, keep myself a running machine that doesn't really want to run anymore. It takes a lot of mental energy I only have time for, you know, social interactions that will benefit depressed Ashley, like my therapist, where I can just talk about me for an hour, my sister, even though I'm a monster bitch when I'm depressed, <laughs> because I'm very irritable when I'm depressed. Um, we've definitely been having arguments every day. So actually, and the guy that I'm seeing right now is so great at being there for me unexpectedly I just said I'm having a really bad like my depression's really bad today and then he asked me what my wins were today and I was just like what my head kind of tilted and was like huh that was so un- that was so incredibly sweet and supportive and you know like he tried to actually be there for me emotionally and let me just gave me a lot of room to talk And I know that I shouldn't feel this way, but I feel guilty for not seeing my friends. But I really don't mind seeing the guy that I'm seeing, you know, because like the whole sisters before misters thing, bros before hoes, like same idea. I don't and I think I want to avoid them because whatever issue they might have I have no room to give my empathy or advice. And if I do, I'm giving mental energy that I don't have. And I'll feel resentful towards them when they don't deserve it. And I also feel alone in my sadness because I definitely experience things that they've never experienced. So they're never going to fully understand. And I feel alone in my sadness. And all they can do is have sympathy for me. But I don't think they'll ever truly understand my pain. And my suffering, when I talked to my one friend, she said, do what you have to do. Which brings me to my next point. Protect your peace. Do everything in your power to protect your peace. When you are feeling extremely low, your friends just want you to do what you need to do to be okay. Which I tend to forget sometimes, which any human, you know, forgets sometimes. I felt so guilty that I still wanted to see the guy I've been dating because he proved to be a great person to confide in. Like last week, I think I said, talking to my friends when I'm depressed is kind of exhausting because, you know, relationships are supposed to be 50-50 and I feel like I can't really be there for them right now for anything. And then Alyssa said, they don't have to know. So yeah, I was just going to take Alyssa's advice and I wasn't going to tell them. (laughs) Last weekend, I didn't see them at all. I hung out with the guy I'm seeing the entire weekend, and it was, like, a really nice time. Went to the thrifted bookstore. Uh, We, like, got happy hour Friday, and my mood was boosted a lot. So last Thursday, me and friend number one were supposed to hang out, and... I texted her, I said, rain check, I haven't been doing well, really depressed, need some time alone, we can catch up on the phone for a bit later though. And she said, no problem, no worries at all, I'm here for you. And then yesterday, she checked in on me, she said, hi babe, how are you doing? Gym tonight, and then I just told her, I'm sorry, I'm gonna go soon, I can't go at night, it helps me boost my focus to do some work, and I said, I'm okay, how are you? And then... She asked me again, and I told her how I was really feeling. I said, I'm really depressed, to be honest, and I feel guilty because I don't really want to see or hang out with my friends. And then I said, I feel guilty hanging out with, you know, the guy I'm seeing. But I said, he gives me a lot of, you know, space to talk about my feelings. And is a grounding person, he validates my feelings. And I'm like, not that you don't, like, I was just anxious that... She wouldn't understand, you know, if you offended. And she said, don't worry, I get it. I'm not offended. And then she continued to say that she's glad that he can be there for me and that she is here too, if I need her. And then she said a lot of other, you know, really nice things. But yeah, we kind of forget that our friends just want us to do what we need to do, you know? And her reaching out to me, she actually made me feel a lot better than I did before because I was feeling very guilty, you know? Like, obviously, I think your friends will miss you, but they also want you to do what you need to do during this time. Mm -hmm. And friend number two, I wasn't going to reach out to either of them. I was just going to let them reach out to me because I have no energy, obviously. And she FaceTimed me and I was just like, I don't really feel like talking right now. And then I picked up and then she was just like, I just wanted to see how your weekend was. Like she knew I was gonna hang out with that guy. And I told her how it was and like a social anxiety bump that I had and she really empathized with me and she's like, Don't feel embarrassed. And then I said, I feel bad because I have energy to hang out with him because you know we validate, you know, the same things I told Tatiana and she said don't feel guilty. She goes, I get it. She said, when my boyfriend came home, all I want to do is hang out with him. And I ask my friends to hang out a lot less. And she's just like, don't feel guilty. You know, it's, you know, you. it'll surprise you. Your true friends will understand that you need to do what you need to do, even if you think that they won't. And if they truly don't get it, they truly do get offended because you don't want to see them and, you know, you're talking to other people and not them because you're depressed, you know, and you're like, you don't really have an explanation for it as to why you can hang out with these other people and not them. Like, if they don't get it, then they're truly not your friends, you know. And another thing of protecting your peace, don't do anything that you don't want to do. Except work, which we unfortunately have to fucking do that. <laughs> I mean, we get sick days for a reason, so if you really need it. But yeah. Other than the bare minimum, don't do anything that you don't want to do. Protect your goddamn peace. For example, my sister is coming home this weekend, and she asked if I could cut her hair because I cut hair. Normally, I'd say yes, you know, don't mind. But I said, I don't know. I said, I don't know. Well, let me pull check. She said, could I bother you for a haircut this weekend, please, with the prayer hand emoji? And I was like, Ugh. I said, I'm super depressed, so motivation is hard. What about $20? If I'm feeling better by the weekend, no charge. <laughs> oh my god, I'm funny. She said, it's okay, period. Not a big deal and not urgent. Sorry you're not feeling well. And she put like a sympathetic emoji, which was nice. I wasn't expecting that. But yeah, honestly, when you feel so badly, you kind of forget how understanding people in your lives can be, especially when you are upfront and honest with them that you are not doing well, you know, you're not doing well mentally or any reason. You don't have to do anything that you do not want to do. Just tell people how you're feeling and honestly, you'd be surprised, by how understanding they are, you know? Like, we forget that other people in our lives are human. We are all human. We have empathy. We have sympathy. It's a wonderful, beautiful thing. <laughs> <sighs> female friendships are great, they're amazing. And I listed, you know, a lot of reasons and examples as to how and why. But there are some downsides to female friendships when you're going through things like this, which makes thing's hard when you're going through shit is females have a lot more emotion and anxieties and depressive episodes just statistically and you know factually makes sense genetically women have more maternal instincts abilities so hence we are more prone to feeling more emotion hence we are more prone to mental illness And among other things, like and then it makes us more at risk for autoimmune disorders and et cetera, et cetera. Stomach issues. That's why they say that thing goes around on TikTok, oh hot girls, all hot girls have stomach issues. Yeah, mental illness causes a multitude of issues. It's mental illness is just that's why holistic practices are so great, because it doesn't just treat the it's a whole body approach. Anyway beside the point. Women, quote, go through it generally more than men do. So when I am feeling majorly down, it's so hard to go off on why I am doing so badly. And I will feel guilty if I don't ask how they're doing. It makes me feel some sort of guilt. It feels like I'm being selfish. And I know I shouldn't feel that way because on their end, they probably want me to talk if I'm not doing well. But it's hard for me. I still feel bad, you know? So when I am doing bad or when I'm talking to my friends and they don't know that I'm doing not great, it becomes draining talking to them because whatever they talk about, whether it's work, whether it's, you know, health anxiety or it's, you know, dating, boyfriend drama, I wanna scream in the phone, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. I mean, deep down I care, I really do, because it's they're my friends and I love them, but depressed Ashley doesn't have enough mental energy to care. <laughs> And it can become very exhausting, you know? But yeah, of course I care. Just want to... Everybody knows how draining it can be when you are really depressed or you're really anxious and you have to go to a social event or go to work because it's majorly draining when you're having a bad day and you have to be around strangers, you have to be around, you know, your colleagues When I am down, when I'm having a depressive episode, I want to be able to be around my friends, you know, but I'm also super sad and have a weird, you know, unashley-like demeanor to me and have a, a somber, yeah, a somber demeanor to me and I don't feel like I can be my sad bopie self around them and I don't know why. I get the impression that they're a little uncomfortable, they feel or just feel an overwhelming sense of sympathy for ashley and i don't really like that and it could be the way i'm perceiving it (laughs) like i don't want them to feel bad for me if that makes sense like around Alyssa, you know she's my sister i can be my bitchy irritable self and i try not to be but it's hard i don't know it's just easy to be around her because i live with her and Lately, I've been so irritable that we get into, like, a couple little arguments in a day, and I think that in the moment she's annoyed, but I think she ultimately kind of gets it. (sighs) But I find I do need more alone time. I find that being around her, I'm getting so irritable that it affects her, and I need more space. We are definitely working on more communication a lot more. Like I think I need to be more communicative. I lost my I lost my headphones like two days in a row before the gym because I've been not great, not great. My head's not really on. And I was just scrambling because I can't go to the gym without them because I'm sensitive to noise right now, like really sensitive. That's uh, part of the reason why I'm not doing great. <laughs> and I was just scrambling looking for them because I just went to fucking leave for the gym because we have to get back. So Alyssa will be on time for her therapy. And she was just, while I'm like, you know, scrambling, you know, flustered already. She's like, Ashley, why don't you set a reminder on your phone? Yada, yada, yada. So then you won't remember the... And I'm like, Alyssa, like I've snapped. And I know she was just trying to help. But, but like she got sad that I snapped on her and she was just trying to help. And it's hard for me too because... When we got into the car finally to go to the gym, I'm just like, Alyssa, when I'm, you know, flustered, you cannot give me practical advice. Like, that is not the way. Like, just give me space. And she's like, no, you're right. Like, I get it. I wouldn't want you doing that to me either if I was flustered, you know? And I said, I'm sorry I freaked out on you, but I'm not doing great, you know? And it's hard for me, too, to apologize, especially when I'm, you know, like this and I'm so irritable, but I did... But we talked in the car and we had like a mutual understanding, you know. What I did in my head was I put people in zones, you know, the green zone, the red zone, yellow zone, I think it's in the middle. But Alyssa's in the green. Uh, uh, I almost said his name. The guy I'm seeing is in the green. And Joni, my therapist, is in the green. It's all people that I can talk to right now because every depressive episode is different, you know? They're all in green. I have people in yellow and people in red. (laughs) So I don't know if that's a mental exercise for you to try to navigate, like, who's okay to talk to, like, based off of your interactions with them while you're not doing well. You know, my two girlfriends are probably in the greenish yellow zone, One of them was in the red before, but she checked up on me and it went well. So, you know, I don't know if that helps. (laughs) But as I was saying, every depressive episode, every, you know, mental health episode is different. I learn new coping things, new coping things every time. I have one, so that's great. The last one I had lasted months, months, and I just laid in the sheets and watch tiktok and now this time i'm not doing that and i you know i learn from each and every one and this time around it's like it's okay if i lay in bed for a little bit longer than usual it's okay if i go to bed really late because me and Alyssa actually went to bed really late last night at like we were watching tv till 2 a.m we were watching love on the spectrum i couldn't turn it off because it was so good but me and Alyssa don't do that We used to stay up to like two to four binge watching shows last year when we were both really, really, really depressed and we had no like motivation. So if you compare it to that, we're doing a lot better because that was a one-time thing last night. We're like, yeah, it's not going to happen again. That was bad. (laughs) You know, it's okay if you lay in bed an hour longer than normal when you're not doing well. It's okay if you skip the gym today because you're not doing well. It's okay if you maybe take a sick day because you're really unmotivated. Or if you've been struggling and you need days or weeks off of work, look into taking a medical leave, a mental health leave, because leaves aren't just for people to have babies. (laughs) If you need a mental health leave, I think you can either talk to your primary care physician, but they should be able to write you a medical note and sign it so you can have a mental health leave from work. Also, my therapist had told me that every job should have resources for counseling, and you can get the first three counseling sessions for free through work, so you could look into that too. But anyway you know, quoting a guy I'm seeing, you know, little wins, small goals. It's all about the little wins when you're down this bad. It's about the small goals. It's about small goals that you can accomplish. You know, set in your planner, like, oh, make a meal today. I set goals the night before. So maybe I'll do make a meal, wake up before 11, go like gym, like I'll do that the night before, and then I'll cross them off at the end of the day. I'll cross them off at the same time the next day, and then write new goals. If you want to learn more about healthy goal setting, then listen to episode... You can listen to episode number 12, which is called Healthy Goal Setting Over New Year's Resolutions. Whenever I'm really down nostalgia is my best friend <laughs> yeah nostalgia mm-hmm. so i only say i save my i save my absolute favorite movies or when i'm feeling really depressed or i'm going through a breakup or something like that to keep them special and untarnished so i don't get sick of them and i can use them when i need them i mean i'll watch so I'll, i can list a few of my nostalgia movies tangled is a really good one i watched tangled when i was sick and i wasn't doing well last time i think it was a year ago and it worked it made put me in a really good mood <laughs> cinderella story don't want hillary duff oh hits every single time dude Parent Trap. I watched Parent Trap two years ago when I was really, really sad because I had to take a break from school because of health issues. Princess Diaries, of course. So good. So good. So good. So good. I can, you know, make sure you save your favorite, favorite movies for when you really need them. So... Also, make sure you take D3 as supplement because a lack of D3 can cause depression. So, you don't want to add insult to injury. Now, you might be, you know, also def- efficient, effic- deficient. Deficient? <laughs> you might also, you also might be, oh my god, fuck me. You also might be deficient on D3. God damn it. Also, just take your vitamins in fucking general. Yep. Yeah. Because it can make you tired if you don't have enough. So I take these like green shot thingies. I have like every single vitamin on the sun. And I mix it with orange juice and it's great. I love food. Doesn't everybody? I have no problem cooking right now. And sometimes other depressive episodes, I don't have any motivation to cook. And that's okay. You know, I keep saying every depressive episode is going to be different. But right now, I kind of starve myself because I have low appetite to begin with, and then I get really, really hungry around like 4, 5, 6. I mean, I don't get out of bed until like noon anyway right now, so. So yeah, I get myself out of a funk kind of by cooking myself a meal instead of, you know, I had the energy to make myself meatballs yesterday instead of working. <laughs> So that's what I did. I made meatballs. And then I enjoyed my dinner. It was so great. And then I had food to eat today. It was great. But if you don't have energy, you know, get your favorite nostalgia meal at the grocery store. You know, get your fucking dino nuggets. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And don't feel guilty about not cooking and going for convenience because, you know, but you're doing what you can, okay? Sometimes, you know, when my appetite dips really low because I'm, you know, anxious or for whatever reason, I eat spoonfuls of cottage cheese. It's kind of sickening, but not really. I fucking love cottage cheese and it has so much protein in it. It's kind of crazy. So yeah, I'll just like, I don't have an appetite. I'll literally just spoon some cottage cheese into a bowl and eat it because I'm like, eh, it's something sustenance. (sighs) Listen, you do what you can during these trying times. You really do. (laughs) So last Tuesday, after the gym, I texted Alyssa. I said, I want Chipotle. She said, I don't need it, but we can go for you. And then then we got to the car and Alyssa said, it actually sounds kind of (laughs) good right now. So we went and then we ate in the car. And Alyssa was like, oh my god, this is so good, and it hit for her, and I was like, what? She said, I just said I didn't want to go because I feel guilty going and buying food. So me and Alyssa, we make everything at home. Usually we never eat out, ever, so it felt weird doing it, but you know what? It was so great. Not having to cook, not having to clean up the kitchen, we just went home and we were able to get right to it. We were able to like do our work, you know? I loved it. And also, in the parking lot, there was a truck that caught on fire. So, you know, it was a dinner and a show. Like, um, I kid you not, the fucking pol- the fucking, f- or fire truck showed up. And we're like, oh my god, is this for the car? And then another fire truck came. And then the police came. It was insane. Like, it was so weird. <sighs> so, take care of yourself when you're going through a depressive episode. Make your tea. Light your candles, do your aromatherapy. I journal a fuck ton when I'm not doing well. I journal a lot. I just, you know, you all know that I type now I, I type, Yeah. I will type paragraphs upon paragraphs upon paragraphs when I'm not doing well. You know, journal your little hard away, take long showers, and lay on the shower floor and cry if you need to. I've done that a few times and it's phenomenal when i'm going through it i highly recommend it you see when i just got into tea drinking and it's great you know you know you don't get the coffee buzz it's Like, like and like it's a lot better for you but you know i burnt i full-on fucking burnt myself it was pretty bad actually um i poured the tea seconds and then i pulled my hands away like i pushed the kettle behind it and i pulled my hands away and then the next thing i know like the Yeah. I was wearing leggings because it was after the gym. Thank God I was wearing a baggy sweatshirt. I would have been burnt from like my tits down. (laughs) Yeah, because it got all over my sweatshirt and then it got on my leggings and my sock. So I burnt my whole thigh and the top of my foot a little bit. But the burn on my thigh is pretty bad. And burns, especially scalds, they hurt like a motherfucking bitch. Like, it will go away eventually, but they hurt a hell of a lot for, like, a couple hours. It just feel like it's extreme, like, searing sensation, you know? So I have a rule that I'm not really allowed to drink on the weekdays because I don't want myself to depend on alcohol unless I'm going out or having to, you know, go to a game or something. But yeah, if I'm home, I'm not allowed to drink on the weekdays. I'm just not. But since I burnt myself when I'm already down, you know, insult to injury, if it's insult to injury, you know, why not? I let myself have a drink. I didn't drink a glass of wine at the end of the night. I saw it on the table and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to let myself have it because I deserve it. You know, things just happen. I try not to drink on the weekday, but a one-time exception is fine when you really need it, you know? You gotta be kind to yourself. I certainly try to be. You know, I drank it and I enjoyed it and I did not shame myself after that. I just was like, I fucking burnt myself today. You know what? I deserve it. And, you know, that is that. This is. Thank you guys for listening to this very spontaneous episode. These kinds of episodes are great because... I mean, my feelings, it's very fresh, and the topic is really relevant to how I'm feeling, so I think it makes for better content, and I was really worried that I got very quiet at some times because of the way that I'm feeling, so I apologize if I'm a lot more calm, a lot more quiet during this episode, but hopefully when I edit it, it sounds pretty pretty okay i'm sure it's better than i think it is and with that if you are having a major depressive episode i've said that how many times do you think i've said that during this um i'm sending you energy you are not alone obviously i care about you and you know your friends do too like i said do what you need to do to feel better i love you so much and hang in there you were doing great. You're doing the best you can. <sighs> if you are enjoying my show, if you're a regular listener, I would love if you shared it with anybody that you know because I'm still kind of new podcast and trying to make this a stepping stone in my career so I can do other things. And if you have been enjoying my show or even if this is the first episode you're, you've listened to and you enjoyed it. I would love and appreciate it if you gave it a rating because unfortunately that is all that you see when you click on my podcast. It will attract other people to my show. So yes, I would so appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to Can I Just Say Something? I'll see you guys next week.